Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week, we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. R.W. Stevenson states, chiropractic is a philosophy, science, and art of things natural. A system of adjusting the segments of the spinal column by hand only for the correction of the cause of dis-ease. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding about a chiropractic question often asked by those who may be a little skeptical about the benefits of chiropractic. The question is, are chiropractic adjustments effective? As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. The definition of chiropractic written by R.W. Stevenson was written over 100 years ago with terminology that could be substituted for today's listener or reader in the following. Chiropractic is a philosophy, science, and art based on the principle of an inherent recuperative power to heal from within a practice of adjusting segments of the spinal column for the correction of vertebral subluxation that causes a state of dysfunction to well-being. Looking at that definition, or looking at both definitions of chiropractic, one updated with common language in today's audience, along with a logical reasoning pro process, can lead yourself towards the answer for the question, are chiropractic adjustments effective? Chiropractors utilize this process of thinking called deductive reasoning when investigating the principles of self-healing or well-being or overall function to the human body, and they apply that process to practical approaches to removing interference to the body's inherent quality of life. You see, deductive reasoning is an act of reasoning that is characterized by or based on the conclusion of some particular instances from a general law or principle. So you're de deducing something from something that's already true. In short, you're creating an answer or conclusion to a new question based on an already accepted fact, principle, or truth. Using this thought process is a means of creating an answer based on principles or facts. I love using deductive reasoning. I use deductive reasoning in practice all day long when questions come at me from my clients. So if we utilize the deductive reasoning process for the question at hand in regards to effectiveness with chiropractic adjustments, we can walk ourselves through the process of... Um, uh, deducing a conclusion based off of some simple principles or truths. So deductive reasoning draws information out of that which is already true, which then makes more truth and fact within the new deduced perception. 
a lot of deduces and deductives in these uh, <laughs> in these paragraphs here. Bear with me. Deductive reasoning was used in our profession by starting with a major premise that could not be denied and then logically concluding further principles or statements that must also be true by reasoning from that major premise. And so your major premise has to be true in order for you to deduce more truth. But this process of deducing truth from a major premise was very useful early on in our development of the profession while we were in the early stages of building certainty to questions like the question today at hand, which is, are chiropractic adjustments effective? But I professionally believe that they're just as powerful now as they were over 100 years ago. Uh, the principles are and the process of uh, deductive reasoning when it comes to new questions that may be relevant in today's society that wasn't there over 100 years ago. Um, or uh, when looking at questions like uh, are chiropractic adjustments effective and trying to create maybe a uh, simpler answer rather than um, a complicated answer for a simple question or a big question. So if going back 100 years and we looked at the first three principles of chiropractic referenced uh, in R.W. Stevenson's chiropractic textbook that were utilized to answer questions about health and well-being uh, and uh, more or less written by our chiropractic forefathers to deduce principles on how to practice chiropractic, if we go back, we can see uh, where their logic was a hundred years ago and apply that to today's question of are chiropractic adjustments effective. So R.W. Stevenson started with the first principle uh, in our profession entitled this first principle the major premise to chiropractic and through deductive reasoning he created a total of 33 principles based off the major premise. The major premise states there is a universal intelligence in all matter and continually giving to it all its properties and actions thus maintaining in existence. Uh, principle number two based off of that principle is the chiropractic meaning of life which is the expression of this intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life. And the third principle deduced off of those two prior ones is the union of intelligence and matter. Uh, life is necessarily the union of intelligence and matter. You need both in order to, to be alive. So these principles within chiropractic can become our scientific platform to uh, answer in chiropractic questions such as effectiveness with chiropractic adjustments. And I will get into that here in a second. But to further clarify the deductive reasoning process and uh, looking at science through the lens of a uh, philosopher and a, um, uh, a, uh, um, a, a plier, so not someone just thinking, but someone that's actually doing stuff as well. Here is a quote um, by a chiropractor, uh, Claude Lassard, in his 2017 book titled A New Look at Chiropractic's Basic Science. This is what Claude has to state about science and viewpoints. All scientific disciplines, chiropractic, physics, chemistry, biology, psychology, etc. 
have basic and applied aspects. Basics science is more basic in the sense that without discovery of principles, there is nothing to apply. Applied science relies on and cannot exist without basic science. For example, aviation uses two basic laws, the law of gravity and the law of aerodynamics, and then applies it to its objective, which is flying. In the same way, chiropractic uses two basic laws, the law of organization, which is universal intelligence, which is that first principle that R.W. Stevenson stated in the 33 principles. And it also uses the law of active organization, which is innate intelligence, which is further down into the 33 principles. And chiropractic applies its objective, which is to locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the full expression of the body's innate forces of the innate intelligence of the body. So that was written by Claude Lessard, Lessard a chiropractor and um, advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and correct vertebral subluxation. So um, Claude is saying there is um, not only fundamental basic science in regards to principles, but there is also the application of those principles. And if we look at deductive reasoning in the format of um, the basic sciences, uh, we can uh, come to conclusions on how to apply those basic principles to create outcomes. And where we are going with all of this philosophical discussion is, are chiropractic adjustments effective? My answer to you would be, well, it depends, and it depends upon what basic science or what basic principles you're utilizing as your foundation for reasoning for that question too. You see, it depends upon what you're using as your benchmark. It depends upon what you are using it in regards to. What's your objective? What's the foundation for effectiveness? Is it effective in treating X, Y, and Z? Well, that depends. It depends upon uh, the basic science that you're utilizing in regards to the treatment of X, Y, and Z. Is it effective um, for uh, locating, analyzing, and uh, correctly facilitating uh, the proper adjustment of vertebral subluxation? Then I would say, uh, you betcha in the old Minnesota terminology, um, but you have to realize uh, that you need to start with a, a definition of what uh, the chiropractic adjustment and chiropractic principles are as the basic science uh, before you can move into the uh, basic um, or moving from basic to applied sciences uh, in regards to uh, the answer for that question at hand. So uh, my answer in regards to the question, are chiropractic adjustments effective, is yes, chiropractic adjustments are effective for the correction of vertebral subluxation, which can create interference to the body's inherent recuperative powers or forces and cause a state of dysfunction to well-being. You see, I'm answering a question based off a of basic science of principles uh, to me that are true. So I'm going to create a answer based off of something that I already know is truth or fact. Uh, but 
depending upon what your basic science uh, foundation is, that will create a different answer for you in regards to this question of effectiveness. Uh, the practice of chiropractic uh, has always had a focus on the relationship between structure and function, and primarily the structure of the spine and the function of the neurological system. But if you change that definition of chiropractic and you change it from the focus of uh, spinal structure and neurological function to something completely different, let's just say um, uh, we are uh, analyzing is chiropractic effective for making one leg as even as the next leg, now you're adding a new twist. Not only are you adding the structure of the spine, but now you're also adding the structure of leg length. And that may alter the definition and alter uh, the basic principle uh, that can create the answer to the question at hand. So you see, my answer is chiropractic adjustments are effective in the regards to the structure of the spine and the function of the neurological system. In regards to the structure-function relationship, chiropractors have this uh, foundation on the fact that uh, structure and function at the spinal cord level affect your well-being uh, due to a position in chiropractic, in a position as in not where you're standing per se, but a position in regards as a viewpoint or a thesis, uh, one could say. And this thesis is uh, a viewpoint that we argue for, in other words, we stand for, which would mean it's our position. And so the position in chiropractic uh, that we all stand behind is there is this inherent recuperative power within the body to heal itself. And this position is the uh, fundamental basic science that we are utilizing to say, yes, chiropractic adjustments are effective. You see, your body and my body and your family's bodies and your friends' bodies all have this innate characteristic of restoring health or strength that is called healing. It naturally wants to repair damaged cells and tissues, and sometimes the damage has been uh, too long or too extensive for healing to occur, so there is healing. Uh, the lim there is limitations to healing, um, and in this case, the principle of healing and restoration is still valid, but just to a lesser degree due to the limitations. But regardless, chiropractors recognize limitations, which is another basic science that we put our hat on, and we work responsibly, res responsible within the cooperation of working with other healthcare providers who uh, focus on limitations of matter, which is not um, the conversation at hand today. But just like the limitations to healing uh, due to the extent of injury or trauma, uh, there can also be limitations um, uh, such as interference to the neurological system at the spinal cord level due to vertebral subluxation that is the objective of the conversation today. So our position is the body is self-healing and self-functioning, and our position works physiologically with the fact that the neurological system is the primary coordinating system of the trillions of cells that are working together for an optimal state of well-being. All your cells and tissues work together through neurological impulses, mental impulses that go from your brain cell to your body cell, and it is firing all day long, all 
your life long, and that communication or that firing process takes place through the spine. So chiropractors view your highest quality of be being has a correlation to your neurological system, and we want healthy structural relationship so that that healthy structural relationship has a positive functional relationship uh, in the spinal canal and nerve roots. This process needs to be free of interference in order for an optimal state of communication and well-being to take place. The practice of chiropractic on this episode, on this podcast, is uh, focused on the spine due to that intimate relationship between the bones of the spine and the neurological system, which is that structure-functional relationship. And that structure or alignment of your spine affects the function of the neurological system. And so if that's the case, and the position is that the body's self-healing, uh, we truly believe that the power within the body to heal back to an optimal state of well-being is coordinated through ne the neurological system, and the ability for that neurological system to function is affected by the structure or alignment of the spinal bones. So you do not want vertebral subluxation interfering with the function of the neurological system. Which brings us to the final conclusion of this episode, which is, are chiropractic adjustments effective? Chiropractic adjustments can be effective, and I use the word can because there are variables. There are variables that we discussed on previous episodes that you can check out on here uh, that correlate to the effectiveness or to the proper adjustment of vertebral subluxation, which one of those variables is your analysis. You want to have a proper analysis. You don't want to uh, ask your brother, sister, or mother to perform a chiropractic adjustment on you if they have no clue on how to analyze your spine for where that subluxation is interfering with that neurological function. So, are chiropractic adjustments? Chiropractic, are chiropractic adjustments effective? Yes, chiropractic adjustments can be effective in correcting vertebral subluxation, which therefore in turn influences healthy neurological function to express a higher state of well-being through our basic science written over a hundred years ago and we still stand firm on and that is the inherent recuperative power to self-heal and self-function that is our foundation for supporting our thesis that yes chiropractic adjustments are effective and what are you waiting for go find a chiropractor today and ask them how they can help you live a higher quality of life. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We'll check you out on the next one. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations 
due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.